Slice Audio. Citizens Arrest! Good morning. There it is. Good morning. Good morning. We missed you guys. It's been a few weeks. In Ooh. Studio 4B, Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Kelvin Majur, 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 and Brendan Medina. Good morning. It's good to see you guys. Good yeah, it's you. been a while. It's been a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Nothing too crazy, though. We're back. No. We keep hearing, when's, when's another citizen's arrest coming out? When are we doing it? When yeah. do we get to hear something? And here we are. Here we are. We've been hearing the same thing. Every time I'm out in public, some kid will come up, pull on my shirt sleeve. Well, it's kind of like, uh, you know, like new, or I shouldn't say new, but that hit series Yellowstone. Yeah. I and mean, I'm sure they got like a Citizen's Arrest page too. Like when's uh, yeah. Medina coming back? When's Mosher going to be in? And what's like, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the rumor pool. Yeah. yeah season, is season whatever going to yeah. happen? Is uh, so-and-so going to leave the show? And hey, all of that, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm I'm sure it's out there somewhere. The artistic differences between Amy and Brandon, Medina. About, <laughs> who's going to die know, next? Who's going to yeah. die next? You know, Brandon you know, Jones, they heard that he wasn't going to renew his contract. Who's, who's the next guest star? Or yeah. I don't know. Hey, we should probably bring a guest star in one of these days. I just yeah. don't know who. Just who be like bring? Amy shirts. I, like, I don't feel like, like I'm Beth, getting fairly no. compensated for my screen time here. Yeah. <laughs> we need some swag, some Citizens Arrest swag. Yeah. yeah. Some stickers, mm-hmm. T-shirts, yeah. coffee mugs. But no branding. I'm not going to do any branding. Why not? Like, We're not going to brand our chest? No. <laughs> Citizens Arrest brand? Maybe <laughs> a stick-on tattoo. I yeah, could yeah, probably yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, we might have to take you to the is. train that's station. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the train station is legitimately, actually, it's the rapid train. Yeah. Bus station. (laughs) (laughs) Where my parents work. So what's been going on? Why why have you been avoiding us? Uh things have just started picking up for the the spring, early summer. We uh we do notice that when the weather gets nicer, we do see an increase in the number of calls for service. So that's at least one thing that's been keeping us busy. I gotcha. Uh, we also had to deal with a uh, homicide in the time since we last uh, chatted with you guys. Unfortunate. And uh, it's also police week, so a lot of things going on. T- tell police us a- week. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you can about the homicide. Uh, so this was uh, a little over a week ago. This would have been over there near the intersection of Lacrosse Street and Omaha Street. There in that little uh, park area. Um, uh, we got a report of a number of gunshots heard in that area. Officers converged on the area and uh, were able to locate uh, at least one individual uh, running from the scene. That individual was detained. In the meantime, the officers uh, who responded more to the area where the gunshots occurred were able to talk to witnesses get a suspect description, learn that the suspect that we had detained or the person that we had detained was in fact our suspect and uh, ended up locating a uh, female that was unresponsive on the ground in the grassy area. Mm. Um, emergency life-saving efforts were initiated. A medical unit was called to the area and uh, continued th- those emergency life-saving uh, medical efforts. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we did learn that she had passed away once she got to the hospital, oh, at which point bad. it became a uh, homicide investigation. Thankfully, uh, we 
through the course of the investigation after that individual that was detained was brought back to the police department to be interviewed at the conclusion of that interview he was placed under arrest for second degree murder wow Mm -hmm. very unfortunate situation but the silver lining is that we were able to uh, arrest the individual responsible almost immediately that's good that's good um so the the positive side is uh, let's move off of that topic We've got parks opening up mm-hmm. on the bike path mm-hmm. is in full swing. Um, city restrooms and all that stuff is kind of open, correct? Correct, yep. And so I guess if you're out and about with, with dogs and all that, mm-hmm. that's a positive. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we recognize that uh, our greenway or the park system here along the bike path is one of the crown jewels that we get to enjoy here mm-hmm. in Rapid City. And so... Uh, we maintain a, a persistent presence out there to make sure that everybody's enjoying our parks in the safest manner possible. Uh, we do run into uh, a, an issue here and there, uh, but we do also, uh, while we're out there proactively, we also do require uh, rely on the public uh, to let us know if they see any issues when we're not there. Uh, so that's why it's very important if you do see something out of place, see some suspicious behavior, see somebody acting in a way that, uh, you know, may be concerning, give us a call. Call us at our non-emergency line. It's not quite 911, but it'll still get you timely police service. And that's 605-394-4131. Do you think it is safe to hike by yourself? Um, It all depends on, you know, what your comfort level is. if you are confident in your ability to, um, you know, be out there and you know the trail and you uh, are aware of your surroundings, uh, then yes. But it's always good practice to let somebody know regardless of when you go out hiking, especially if you're on your own. Right. Um, that way, if you can tell a person where you're going to be, uh, let them know how long you intend to be out there. Um, what time you intend to come back. And so if any of those things are, um, are, if they don't hear from you in that time frame, then they can alert somebody else to, to go out and start to start being concerned for you. What if you're out on a trail somewhere, say, M Hill, and you feel like you're being followed? Um, if you get, got a cell phone, uh, that's a, a really yeah. good tool in that particular circumstance. Oftentimes, if uh, somebody is up to no good, and uh, they, they see that the person that they're following is on their phone, that is an immediate deterrent. Okay, that's good to know. Bring your cell phone everywhere you go if you're going to be hiking. You never know when something might happen. But on a good note, you know, as far as hiking problems here in Rapid City, we have had very few. Um, in fact, nothing actually, I'm sure there has been in the past, but nothing, nothing comes to mind. But uh, I've heard about horse stories in other cities or other locations throughout the United States. Not to say that it would never happen here, but if you were to encounter something that made you feel uncomfortable or you start getting like an eerie feeling, yeah, make sure your phone's with you. Make a phone call or two. And uh, that's probably one of the best deterrents you have is your phone. I saw the anniversary of Serenity Denard's um, case. So that kind of brings up you know, those emotions again, I always think about her. Mm. Yeah. Um, for those of you not, uh, familiar with what Amy's talking about, the Pennington County Sheriff's office released some, 
uh, age progression photos of what serenity might look like uh, today, uh, years after her disappearance, because I do know that uh, they're keeping all possibilities open. Um, they have not yet found her, so we've got to assume that all possibilities are on the table. And so, uh, of course, a very concerning situation even to this day. Uh, and we want to, um, I know the sheriff's office and us in partnership with them have worked very hard in a lot of efforts to help bring closure to uh, this particular circumstance, very unfortunate circumstance, uh, and we'll continue to do so. I can't imagine how the family feels not having that closure, not knowing mm-hmm. if she's alive or, right. you know, oh, it's just so hard. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Um, <clears throat> back under the park situation mm-hmm. and uh, roaming around. Now, if you see some sort of vandalism and or if you see a problem with, say, some of the restrooms or park stuff, is that something you want somebody calling the non-emergency number about? Or would is there something, is there numbers posted for, like, say, calling the park and rec or mm-hmm. the, you know what I mean? The yeah. City, do you, you know? If you come across vandalism, especially if it's, like, in process, like if you see someone spraying graffiti or doing something that we just know isn't the right thing to do, give us a call and we're going to get one of our crime fighters out there to that park and, and yeah. get it dealt with. Um, if you're talking about, like, a dirty bathroom or, or something like that, that's something that the Parks Department will uh, generally take care of on their own. Um, oftentimes we'll get reports of things that have happened after the fact. I'll, I'll give you an, an example. Here just recently we've been getting a lot of complaints over at uh, Fitzgerald Stadium, Post 22, right across from Sioux Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, the issue that is going on right now there is uh, generally takes place during the evening hours, and uh, some of our young adults, teenagers, tend to uh, frequent that parking lot, uh, you know, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. And unfortunately, uh, they leave a great deal of trash behind. So our officers have been spending a little extra time in that area throughout the week just to try to move them along. Uh, You know, the business is closed, and we don't want to inconvenience others as far as the next morning after of having to go through their entire parking lot to pick up trash. But the actual act of them being in the parking lot or being in the parks after hours is a violation of city ordinance. And those are the types of things that the police department can help out with as far as getting, you know, getting them moved along. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. My son has been playing baseball at McKeague Field. Okay. the same parking lot. Sure. Sometimes those games run until about 9, 10 sure. o'clock at night. And when we all leave, it is amazing how, and, and I'm not sure how much intent they have as far as leaving the trash behind, uh, other than the fact that they're just literally driving away and leaving trash next to their car, which I think is yeah, asinine. Yeah. But I mean, but you're like, wow, you cars leave and there's just trash there. And you're like, mm-hmm. why? But but in in the kid's defense, not that there is much there, you look around, there's not a lot of trash cans there. Sure. And they've tried, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that, they've tried to put additional trash cans out there, but from what my understanding is, is those trash cans then tend they to go up and they become more of a problem, or they become missing, or yeah. it's it all boils down to, if you're going to visit the facilities, such as the park or the stadiums or whatnot, just do the right thing and throw your trash away where it belongs. Uh, that way you're not Pack inconveniencing others, and you're helping taking care of... Uh, you know, our community as far as keeping things yeah. clean and others can use it. It's it's a good thing, but just don't trash the place. It blows my mind that anybody, any parking lot, anywhere would just say, I went to McDonald's <laughs> and ate 
and I guess I'm just going to leave my wrappers here in the yeah. parking lot of yeah. anywhere. Yeah. It blows my and mind. It goes, I wish there was more of a stigma about being a litter bug these yeah. days. Yeah. Like, we got to come up with a new term for it, like litter jerk or... So, uh, it's not yeah. cool. It's just not cool. I mean, even like, uh, for instance, you know, they even got like the receptacles there where you like dump your yard rice. Yeah. Well, I don't think pedal bikes belong in those. It's just no. little little like, things like so that. You like, know, the individuals that do that stuff, I think, realize that, hey, this isn't what it's supposed to be used for. But unfortunately, it's just a way of... I'll, I'll say it, being lazy and just, yeah. you know, making somebody else deal with it, yeah, which isn't like, cool. Mm, I'll leave it here. There's no way they're going to catch me. And sure. somebody else will deal with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not cool. Do your part, and uh, we'll, we'll be all on the same page. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, excited for uh, the spring. Uh, summer's right around the corner, probably, believe it or not. When is summer? It's, I don't know. It's got to be soon. The official, the official <laughs> soon. Yeah, the official day. I don't know. But, yeah, the, the parks, people out walking around, it's uh, kind of a cool thing to see. So, Do you guys have pedal bike officers? I know I've seen them in the past. I, yeah. Is that still a thing? Uh, we do. E-bikes? Yep. E-bikes. We got those Sweet. as well. Yeah. Oh, they have uh, mortars on them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, if there is something that happens up on, like you were talking about earlier, up on M Hill, we can get up there in a hurry. That's that's what I was curious about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you bring up a, a good point. I know that uh, uh, there's a, a lot of things that go into just being ready for the summer in the park system. There's also a lot that's going into being ready for downtown. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when it's summertime, tourism season is in full swing. The downtown area can be a pretty busy place. We've got a, a ton of visitors, a ton of uh, people down there doing business. Uh, we've got people who live down there, and it just becomes a very vibrant place. And so we want to make sure that that stays a safe place mm-hmm. with uh, all the people down there. I know that uh, the downtown sector lieutenant, Lieutenant Jeff McCoy, has been hard at work coming up with a plan to address some of the issues that uh, we are specific to the downtown area. Um uh, one example is, is that our uh, school resource officers, once uh, school is over, they come out of the schools, they'll be uh, put onto a specialized unit called the St- Street Crimes Unit, who will be uh, um, uh, predominantly operating in the downtown area. Um, so we'll have more uh, more bodies downtown. We'll be bringing back the, uh, the bike patrols, um, and we'll be doing... Uh, persistent walkthroughs of the downtown area and and into some of the businesses because we know that that has a deterrent effect on issues that we see in the downtown area. So mm-hmm. that in conjunction with uh, our other uh, other specialized units like the Quality of Life Unit, who's specifically doing the long-term casework for a homeless population, as well as uh, Journey On, which is a uh, outreach group that uh, predominantly works with our homeless population. Wonderful program. Yeah. Um, out there just uh, doing a lot of the the checking on their normal day-to-day safety and uh, their day-to-day needs and getting them to, you know, a ride to, you know, doing the transport to detox if necessary, giving them a ride to uh, a medical appointment if necessary, has taken a lot of that burden off the police department so that way we can remain proactive in the areas that the community asks us to be proactive and I know uh, Lieutenant Mosier has been uh, um, uh, doing that quite a bit on the west side with proactive traffic enforcement. People want to see traffic stops. People consistently ask us, hey, where's this traffic enforcement? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they alert us to problem areas and areas where there are speeders. Well, through this partnership with Journey On, we can free officers who might have otherwise been dealing with a low-level homeless issue that 
really probably doesn't require a police officer so that they can then go and do that that traffic enforcement that we're being asked to do. I know in, in my neighborhood yesterday there was a – now I live out in Rapid Valley, so it would be part of the sheriff's department. But um, there, was, there was a, a, <laughs> a message put on our little Facebook group about – um somebody trying to grab a a kid a fifth grader uh somebody and i don't know how much truth there is to it but because it was this is a message from a friend is how the but you take it all seriously right uh somebody was hiding by a garage tried to grab a fifth grader the fifth grader was able to get away and try to grab this kid and take off have we noticed any uptick in stuff like that especially with the nicer weather i mean unfortunately nicer weather more people are out it's you know it's just it is what it is the, typically, when we see posts like that, when when it says sharing for a friend or from a friend of a friend, we can almost always find a similar post in a different area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we see these posts make their way into our area, and it's, it's very easy for them to spread because they're highly concerning. Uh, it has a public safety component. It has an impact on our kids. And so you want to get that help share the word. But in the vast majority of circumstances, when we see messaging like that, unless there's a specific name tied to it or a specific street or anything specific yep. to our area, um, it, it's most likely something that we're seeing in other uh, cities around the area and probably made its way here through the grapevine of social media. Um, not to say I, I haven't heard anything uh, mm-hmm. specific to this incident that you're uh, talking about. So I can't say for sure that that's what this is. But in most cases, when we see those uh, social media posts making their way into our area, they're most likely the result of, of it just coming here from a different area of the country. Mm-hmm. Or a little spam in a way. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But, uh, you know, it, it brings up a good point. You know, we need to sit down and have that conversation with our kids about how to uh, be situationally aware. Um, how to be aware for their own safety, and how to validate whether somebody or, uh, is, a, is a stranger, uh, stranger danger, mm-hmm. or if, uh, um, uh, you know, we all, we all know about the uh, special uh, safe word or code word that, uh, you know, if, if mom and dad uh, have to send somebody else to pick you up, we'll let you know about the, the code word, and mm-hmm. only if they say that code word do you get in that car with them? So yeah. simple things like that can go a oh, long way. I like that. Yeah, to uh, help uh, create a situationally, situationally aware, uh, safe-minded adult. Yep. Are there any classes or trainings that kids can go to to learn those types of things? Nothing that comes to mind, but, uh, you know, every once in a while, I think they'll touch on some of those things early on in grade school, but not a particular stranger danger class that I know that is being so taught. Definitely up to the parents yes. to be yeah. able to go mm-hmm. go home, work on a plan that everybody's on the same page. Right. As a parent, do your research, come up with some plans such as, uh, you know, the, the passwords and whatnot. Just don't store them on your refrigerator or anything like that to where everyone, everyone can see them. <laughs> see them. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. Don't put it on your face. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> Same with your Wi-Fi. <laughs> and make sure it's a complex password, too. It just, you know, got to be more than four characters long. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question from the public. Uh, twice now I've noticed people at my local family dollar simply walk out with their items without paying for them. The last time I yelled, citizens arrest, but they did not listen. 
I really felt it was my civic duty to apprehend them. As a concerned citizen, what is the best thing we can do about this? Be a good uh, be a good witness, really. That's what it all boils down to. If you see someone walk out with some merchandise, you know, at best, what do you think that's worth? You know, a couple hundred dollars, if even that. And um, it's not really worth getting hurt over. So in that case, sometimes it's best just to be a good observer. Um, take notes, like uh, how tall were they, what color hair they have, uh, male, female, and then uh, clothing, clothing description, description what kind of a car, car. Yeah. yeah, license plate number. And then um, it's nothing that you probably yeah, would need to call 911 for, but definitely go back to the store as far as where they took the merchandise from, sit down with management, to tell them what you saw, and then the uh, two of you can come to the conclusion as far as how to get the police involved how to get that information to the police, and uh, the detectives will generally pick up and do some follow-up on that. Okay, interesting. So, yeah, I, I would I would very much so shy away from <coughs> actively getting yourself into a physical confrontation. Com- I, I, confrontation, there we go. <laughs> I, I understand the, the level of emotion, uh, of emotion that goes with that because it's frustrating to know that you've just paid – possibly hundreds of dollars for your groceries and then to see somebody walk out yeah. without paying for theirs it's it's frustrating but you got to recognize technically you're not a victim in that circumstance the store is uh the store has a certain expectation to maintain uh to protect itself from being a victim a lot of that comes down to hiring private security and so um yes if you want to be a good citizen or a good samaritan it's probably not a good idea to engage uh, with that person who, who just committed a crime, but you can still do your part by being a good witness. All right. When you do become involved in those things, and you know we've seen it firsthand where someone who's trying to do the right thing will get involved, and uh, unfortunately they'll make a bad, um, a bad moment even worse. Um, they'll end up getting hurt. God forbid uh, the suspect in the matter would pull out a firearm or a knife, and now we are dealing with an aggravated assault or hospital stays and injuries. It's just easier when you're dealing with those um, minor, more minor types of incidences. Just uh, be a good witness. I'll give you guys an example, and, and Kelvin, maybe you remember this, but a few years back we had a uh, robbery take place at one of our local convenience store. Um, essentially... Uh, the person had walked out with, uh, I believe, some beer or something else, but uh, there was a person uh, out filling up their truck uh, out by the gas pump, and they saw what happened and decided to get involved. They just so happened to have a firearm on their person and decided to uh, take a few shots at the person as they were running away from the store. Well, then that becomes a huge concern uh, and uh, a possible crime in itself. Um, So, honestly, it's, it's... best in almost every circumstance unless you have to defend your own safety or your own life to not get involved and to be a good witness okay wild yeah all right children's question uh where are you going on vacation this summer you know uh we just figured this out here uh, within the last few weeks uh we came across that being my family and i uh, my mother believe it or not is a uh, buying an rv and uh, Are you excited about yeah, that? I kind of am because she's gonna let uh, my wife and I use it, and cool. uh, we've picked out a two-week stint to where we're gonna cruise up to uh, Estes Park, yeah, RV it, kind of like what you see in the movies, and just you hang out. You go to campsite to campsite, 
do some hiking. I don't know what there's all to do in Estes Park, but uh, I'm sure we'll figure it out. And if we can't figure it out, there's nothing wrong with just kicking back and enjoying life, right? Get out and walk around. That's right. I so played a, uh, I yeah. played a wedding up in Estes Park, and this reception place that we were at had hummingbirds Ooh. with this creek running down the backside. It was. I could have sat there all evening watching these birds come and play out these feeders. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, so so beautiful. We're going to do SS Park, maybe pull our side-by-side side up there and tool around and campfire or two. And yeah. Just chill. Yeah. That sounds super relaxing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Can I go? How about you? What are you up to this? What are you up to this this uh, year? Uh, well, we have a, uh, a wedding that we're uh, going to be going to up in Minnesota. Um, the wedding is the only obligatory part. Um, and uh, so outside of our obligations to be there at the wedding, we're going to try and make it as much of a fun vacation for us as we can. So we're going to probably hit up a few of the uh, uh, nice um uh, Minnesota breweries. I've heard really good things about just uh, the beautiful campus that Shells sits on. So we're probably going to go check that out. Maybe take a little excursion out to the Mall of America and, and check out the, uh, the the shops up there. So nice. that'll probably be uh, my vacation for the summer. You said you've been to Estes Park before? Yeah. Uh, any whitewater rafting or anything? I cool? didn't do anything like that. No. Uh, hopefully they have that up there. I want to do, sure sure do something like that too. I think, sure that'd be, I think that'd be a blast. Maybe some mountain biking. Maybe throw those in there. Yeah. You're going to take your own bikes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My mother's got an e-bike that I'm sure she'll let my wife use. And <laughs> I got an older Trek, I think is what it is. So, yeah, we'll get the let's go. We'll get the tires inflated and, yeah, let's go. <laughs> very nice. Well-deserved vacations. You guys work hard. Oh, thank you very yeah, much. Thank you guys for what you do. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Till keep, next time. Keep your questions coming in. Citizens Arrest at homesliceaudio.com. We love Woo! you guys. See ya. You don't love us again? Oh my God. <laughs> Citizens Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. Affirmative. Yeah,